So we call America the land of the free, and we pride ourselves in our democratic values. But in 400 years of American history, black people could only vote in the past 55 years. And in recent decades, their right to vote has been diminished and undermined. But let's start from the beginning. After the Civil War, Southern states implemented insidious practices like poll taxes and literacy tests to prevent black Americans from voting in elections. White nationalist groups would lynch and terrorize black communities in an attempt to scare them from registering to vote. In one example, these white nationalists happened to be our own police agencies. Civil rights activists like John Lewis and Fannie Lou Hamer were arrested, beaten, and tortured by Southern police officers for protesting for the right to vote. But all of this would change for the better in 1964, when liberal Democrats retook Congress and had a supermajority in the Senate. They passed the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which outlawed all voter purging methods. For the first time in centuries, Black people could finally vote, but in recent decades, Southern states have undermined the Voting Rights Act through tactics known as voter suppression. These include strict voter ID laws, ending early voting, closing down polling centers in majority-minority neighborhoods, and racial gerrymandering, which is a practice where congressional districts and their borders are redrawn to divide the voting power of Black neighborhoods. And this, all of these voter suppression tactics have become more rampant in recent years especially in 2013, after 2013, when the Supreme Court effectively gutted the Voting Rights Act. The conservative justices on the Supreme Court argued, that, argued against a provision in the Voting Rights Act, which allowed the federal government to regulate the voting practices of local governments. They argued that this was a violation of states' rights. And since the Supreme Court ruling, Six, 1,600 polling centers have been closed in the South, across the South. And we see the effects of this drastically in our elections. In 2018, in the Georgia governor election, the Republican candidate narrowly won the election against Stacey Abrams, the first black woman to run for governorship. It was revealed afterwards that right before the election, the Georgian government refused to approve of voter registration requests of more than 60,000 people, 70% of whom were black Americans. So we see our elections being skewed unfairly and we see black people losing their right to vote effectively. And John Lewis, who was a civil rights protester in the 60s, he later became a congressperson. And in 2013, he saw that the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act, something that gave him the right to vote. So when he entered Congress, he introduced a bill to restore the act completely. And in 2019, after Democrats retook the House, they passed it, but the Senate has stalled the bill. Senate Republicans have refused to even allow a vote on the bill. And sadly, in May 2020, John Lewis passed away. The House renamed his bill, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act in his honor. And Politicians from both parties attended his funeral, including the Senate Republicans, who, continue, who to this day continue to block his bill from being voted on. I don't like being political, but it's no secret that Southern, govern, Southern governments and the Republican Party have encouraged voter suppression 
and prevented voting rights from being protected. If we, can, if, we, if we call ourselves a democracy, we have to protect the voting rights of every U.S. citizen, regardless of their race or color. And we have to vote out politicians who seek to suppress the votes of racial minorities. 